Blog Talk Radio. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Wade. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. Well, you know what else is really sexy, modern lovers? It's knowing what's ahead for you in the coming year by looking at astrological portents. And I always have lots of fun as we're looking at predictions and what's ahead. And because we're shifting into a new decade, this is a super important time. This is the year of the rat It's a time of fresh beginnings because the rat is the first sign of the Chinese zodiac. It starts a new 12-year cycle. We can anticipate all sorts of things. And best of all, we have an expert with you today who's going to tell us a lot about Year of the Rat. But first, before I introduce you to our expert, Susan Levitt, I want you to know that if you live in the San Francisco Bay Area or you can get yourself here on Saturday, February 8th, at our Modern Love Training Center right here in San Francisco, you can join me for an amazing training. It's called 2020 Love and Sex, Seven Proven Steps to Create Your Best Love and Best Sex. That is so important because what we do in life that matters most, which is to have relationships, we get no training I've been saying for years those classes should start in about the fifth grade. So we grow up knowing how to communicate in a way that truly works, knowing how to resolve differences, knowing how to set intention in our love lives so that we create the kind of love life we want. And we certainly, in our puritanical culture, don't talk about what real sexual contact is, what real sexual satisfaction requires, and how to be clear about your own needs, about requesting what you need from your partner in your sex life. So we are going to have our wonderful sex expert who wrote the book, An Orgasmic Life, Janae Palet, with us, and she will be our guest, and you'll get to learn science-based tools for creating a great love life, body, emotions, mind, and even spirit. So mark your calendar now. Run to Eventbrite, get your ticket, bring friends and family, beloveds, almost beloveds. This is a training that is absolutely going to open your eyes about love and sex and, best of all, open your hearts. Okay, let me tell you, uh, we also have an Ask Dr. Brenda question. Here we go. Uh, Dear Dr. Brenda, I'm a Christian woman dating a lovely man whom I adore. We have a passionate relationship and are rarely apart from one another on the weekends. In the last few weeks, he's begun to introduce sex toys into our lovemaking sessions, which I'm not comfortable with. I mentioned this to him, but he insists I will eventually begin to enjoy 
them in our time together. I don't know what to do. She finds herself unhappy in love. Unhappy. My goodness, this is exactly why I created that training I just talked about. 2020 Love and Sex, Seven Proven Steps. So I'm going to give you one of the steps to creating your best love and sex ever, and that is called open communication. In this communication, you need to talk about how you feel, what is it about this that you it triggers you or makes you feel uncomfortable, where did you get messages about sex toys, what is it about the sex toys that are uncomfortable, whether it's physically, emotional, or mental, and find out from your beloved what it is about the sex toys that he really likes, what turns him on, because it's important in a love relationship for both of you to be heard and to make this conversation not one about who's right or who's wrong, but just let's understand each other and then let's choose a way to balance our lovemaking so we both get what we need. And there is a path forward. There is always a solution. Always. I promise you. You don't have to be unhappy in love. So let me tell you about our guest today. Susan Levitt is our guest. She's been a practicing astrologer for over 40 years and was voted Best Astrologer by the San Francisco Weekly. She's the author of five books published in eight languages, Taoist Astrology, Taoist Feng Shui, Teen Feng Shui, The Complete Tarot Kit, and Introducing Tarot. She's been counseling people in the San Francisco Bay Area since 1986. Welcome to the show, Susan Levitt. Why, thank you, Brenda. I'm delighted to be here. It's a pleasure. And, you know, on our show, we cover all aspects of the things that are related to love. And certainly astrology has a lot to do with love. But first, tell us about the year of the rat and what we should be looking for in 2020. Rat is a time for new beginnings because rat is the first sign of the Chinese zodiac that starts the new 12-year cycle. So rat, smart, sharp, clever, it's nothing like the Western idea of a rat, a vermin to be exterminated. Instead, rat is known for intelligence and creativity, so anticipate scientific discoveries, medical breakthroughs, an increase in technological inventions. Creativity flourishes with advancement in everything, from artificial intelligence to soil analysis on Mars. Wow. What about things that are plaguing us right now? You know, that we have a great deal of dissension on the planet right now. Is rat year a time when some of that could be healed? Yes, because a lot of things that aren't working or didn't work uh, fell away as we're ending this pig year, 2019. Um, Even in your personal life, if you're losing things or friends or things you used to do or like, just a lot of it's just going to end and fall away. Excuse me. So in rat year, it's the time to make creative change, but in small digestible bites like a rat, nibble, 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 small bits, but work away, work away, and eventually you've chawed your way through the rope. You know, you've had the breakthrough, but it's small, diligent steps. Okay, so everybody, no big, massive leaps, but keep 
nibbling, take those small bites. Susan, is this a good year for new relationships or for relationships in general? It's excellent for relationships because Rat is very social. Rat loves the pack. So this is the time to be social, not just one-on-one, but also in, in larger groups. And that can help you to find relationship, expand your relationships, because there's often less pressure in groups of like-minded people or new things you'd like to do. Also excellent for education in a rat year, a class you'd like to take a couple nights a week, or, you know, remember, small bites, not a drastic, you know, quit your job, elope, you know, save all that for maybe tiger year in 2022, or horse year, or monkey, impulsive, But RAT is more planning, structure, organize. Well-planned events are successful. And same in relationships. Slowly get to know people. You know, many dates, social groups, that sort of thing. If it's going to be important next year and ox year, that's the time to really ground and get stable and serious with the things begun in RAT year. Mm. Now, if you're in an existing relationship... And maybe that relationship isn't where you need or want it to be. How would you approach it? I would do it through the feng shui of the metal rat year, because metal is the clean, pristine environment. So go through and clean out all your old clothes or donate books and paint paint the place, you know, a fresh coat this summer when the weather's warm and just get everything new as if you're starting again not going out and so much consuming to get new things, but cleaning out the old if it didn't already go out in this pig year. And and then go and do new things together. You'd mentioned before about relationships. The element of surprise is important. You've talked about often on Modern Love. And this would be a wonderful example in the rat year to go somewhere new instead of the same place. Something new, different, and finding a group and and finding small bites What you were saying earlier to the woman who called in, this is a perfect rat year for small discussions, small discussions. Then we try it again. You know, we keep building and building in small bits. But for the relationship... Yeah, that totally makes sense. Keep going, yeah. If you want something new, I look to the feng shui. The element metal is the clean, pristine environment, like a beautiful room with just one white orchid. Now, that might be too minimal for many of your listeners, but um, that would be the way to go. Clean out everything and start fresh. Clean out, start fresh, and in relationship. And Susan was alluding to my comments about surprise. All the research from the five love labs in the United States boils down to couples who have the happiest relationships over time have relationships where the element of surprise and keeping things new is built into the relationship. And sometimes I'm recommending to couples that they do, you know, the same date night that everybody says, oh, we need date night, but do it differently. Every other week, someone else is in charge, so the other person gets surprised, and you get the joy of creating the surprise. And the research shows the person who gets to create the surprise gets as much out of it as the person who is surprised. So I love it that you also talk about surprise and cleaning up the environment. Now, you said this is metal rat year. 
Right. And also, in a rat year, there's also a focus on money and finances. And with metal, think of um, like metal ore, gold, silver, there's definitely a focus again on money together. So with the partnership, um, do we save or invest? Or it would really be the time to have to sit down and do the finances too. may not sound romantic, but remember, if done in small bites or small bits, it's not that bad. You know, we have between now and tax time. Or remember, small bits instead of just being overwhelmed by things, especially small in relationships. Oh, that's so important, Susan, because I do know, you know, we have a process in psychology called chunking down, where you take small mm-hmm. bits of any big task, and if you do them one at a time, a small part of the task at once, it builds momentum because you start to feel some success. You start to feel some energy. Hey, look at this. I'm getting somewhere with this. So it makes it easier than you look at the whole thing and go, oh, my God, this is overwhelming. So I love that idea about the small bits. Now, in a relationship that's struggling, how Mm -hmm. can rat year be beneficial? How would you advise people to approach that? Because it's the start of, of new things in life, both of you go and do or get involved with or at least try to claim and work out together with each other what would be something new we've always wanted to do, either together or individually. Like together, they can take cooking classes. Or if the woman said, I just want to take night school, or the man said, I want to do you know, traveling with my sports group, or that's what, that would be the time to step forward and be more active and really start engaging in what you really want to do, or even better, start planning and how to make it And I want to make sure everyone you understand, Susan, isn't just talking about heterosexual couples because we have a very inclusive community here at Modern Love. Take this advice and apply it if you're in a same-gender couple, whatever it is, whatever your gender may be, this advice will work for you. Start something new. Do something that gives you that fresh start because that really does energize a relationship. It really does. And I'm speaking as your modern love doctor, okay? Now, Susan, are there any highlights in 2020 we can look forward to? Well, there's a lot has been talked about um, of many planets in Capricorn now and then Saturn and Pluto being conjunct, which is more on a larger level about fluctuation in world economies, a shift of political power or the reset of rich and poor, people raised out of poverty. But the element metal in metal rat year could also be weaponry or collective militarization. It's more of the transpersonal. A lot of rat loves the pack and socializing in groups. So all the more reason this year to um, join groups or get more involved either independently or with your partner. Get more involved in politics and, and in those changes that you were just talking about? Or things that you've always been interested in but never really quite went forward and did it. Well, I'm going to ask people, this may be a little bit off topic for us when we talk about love here, but if you love being part of the change that you want to see, get involved. Get involved. Be part of creating a positive world for everyone. I think that's one of the most bonding things you can do in a partnership is the two of us together are working to create a positive life for ourselves and everybody around us. So get out there. 
I'm all and about it's being rare, active. It doesn't have to be a do or die, you know, um, totally extreme. It can be done in ways that are can, that build towards a goal, mm-hmm. and then and then ground it next year in ox year 2021. Rat year, we think, plan, structure, start new things in partnerships, meet the new people, and then what, fall, what do we develop? What do we really cultivate? What's worth really having? We, we then work on, because then you'll know by ox year next year. Okay, so this year it's basically seed planting, taking things in small bites, getting yourself organized to move forward. But again, you keep emphasizing small bites and cleaning it up, Susan. I'm taking notes because I'm going to take this advice. I want you to know that. So what else would you like to share with us about the astrological portents of 2020? Um, that is it. That it is really the big rat year. That there are, you know, of course, the Saturn Pluto conjunctions, also other things like, for example, um, Uranus entering Taurus, the Earth sign, the in the extremes of Earth change, climate change, and again, everyone can do their small bite um, to get rid of plastics, going more green, you know, not indulging or in doing the consumer culture. Um, rat year, hey, b- people want to be thrifty anyway, rat, rat, money, money, shop in your closet, pare down. So it's that sort of thing. If it doesn't sound, well, that's not exciting or rewarding, oh, yeah, it is, because rat is smart, and it's done to a way that makes everyone move forward. Rat is smart, sharp, funny, highly perceptive. They, they're excellent at analyzing the data and coming to the correct conclusion and can figure out how to solve the problem. And that's why if you start with your small bits, things can start falling into place, especially as you start networking along the way. So it's do your small bit, get in the pack, and network. Yeah, that's important. You keep interchange, saying get in the pack. Um, and variety of cuisines and education. Learn something new. Okay, learn something new this year. Get in your pack, network. And whatever it is that you want to see change, start in those very small chunks so it's not overwhelming. And that's especially true when we talk about love. Now, Susan, when people come to you for a reading, what kinds of questions do you typically hear when people are talking about love? The most popular question is relationships. Of course, relationship dynamics. Um, and then I'll either pull tarot cards and we look at the cards tell the story of the relationship or what many people do are astrology combinations or astrology compatibility charts. And that's very simple to do in that I compare the synastry and then we count the trines and the sextiles that are harmonious or are there more oppositions and squares that could be challenges. If there's more good than bad, we'll then pursue the partnership. Also, then, I look at the Chinese chart, and that's why I became more interested in Chinese astrology, because it always could tell quite clearly, based on your animal year, month, day, and hour, your other compatible animal signs. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about the compatible animals. Which animals are mostly compatible? Great. If you're a rat, rat is most compatible with another rat, dragon, or monkey. Ox is also compatible. If you're an ox, you're most compatible with another ox, a phoenix, sometimes called rooster, chicken, or a snake, and rat is also compatible. And hey, tiger, you're best with dog, 
course, and a fellow tiger, and pig is also compatible. That's Shall I go through all the animal tiger, signs? But I won't or? eat the pig, right? Pardon? I said, I'm a tiger, but I shouldn't eat the pig. But I'm compatible with pig? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I'm taking notes. I think you prefer tiger, horse, dog. They're a little stronger. Pig is a total sweetheart, but also compatible. See, there's a harmony trine of animals. For example, going back to rat, dragon, and monkey, they're the harmony trine. Outside of the trine, ox is what would also be compatible. Ox's trine is rat, excuse me, is ox, phoenix, and snake, but then rat is also compatible. Your trine is tiger, horse, dog. That's the best, although pig is still good. I just think they might be a bit weak for you. Okay, well, that's good to know. Thank you very much, everybody. Susan has lots of information. And, Susan, what do you want to leave us with in terms of things we need to be aware of in 2020, be it about money, love, sex, whatever comes to mind for you? That this year is a leap lunar year, just like it's a leap solar year, and we're going to be having two months of the snake in May and then into June. So extra snake. Now, don't get turned off snake. Uh, snake would be shedding your skin, transformation. So we really have a chance this spring to shed, clear, cleanse, really complete what was going on in the last 12-year cycle to be fresh in rat. The lucky time of rat is autumn, and then winter is the luckiest time. So that's why I'm saying you have plenty of time to do the journey in this rat year of releasing the old, cleaning up and preparing for the new, and what you'd said about planting the seeds. It's not the harvest, but it's planting the seeds. For example, a woman came yesterday for a reading. She works in tech, but she really wants to be a professor. Well, she's not going to quit her startup right now, but in rat year, she's going to start looking around, talking to people who are teaching every day, dedicate a half hour to looking at teaching positions and talking and researching that. See what I'm saying? It's small bits, small bits. Yes, that makes sense. Right, and then if she does or doesn't stay, because she's only going to stay if one of her management people stay who brought her there, um, instead of saying, oh, no, I really want to do, well, good, you've already started it, and you have to start somewhere, start now. Mm. That's what I've had everybody. Here's your chance for... Um, especially in relationships, modern love, if you're seeking a sweetheart, network, rat, go for groups where you have a topic that you like together. Hey, rats are usually foodies. What's your food group or a hiking group? What about with your modern love as you're saying, I'm in a stable, steady relationship. Still start something new and fresh for both of you. Hmm. So if you're looking for love, get out, get out there in groups. Find a way to be with people who have ideas or interests that are similar to yours, or maybe, Susan, just break away and say, I'm going to do something completely new. But that's what I'm saying. But plan and prepare and prep for the something really new. And and again, again, small bites. Plan, prepare, and prep. Good. Excellent. Great advice, Susan. Oh, thank you, Brenda. I'll be lecturing this coming Sunday, January 26th, at East West Books in Mountain View, California, at 2 p.m. So um, anyone who happens to be on the peninsula or in the neck of the woods, come by and please bring your questions. 
especially people often have feng shui questions. And, of course, Brenda, it always comes down to relationship questions. Yes. So East West Bookstore, everyone, that's a great resource. I love that bookstore. I'll be speaking there later in the year myself. We're talking with Susan Levin. Let me give you her website. If you would like to get in touch with her, it's Susan, and her last name is spelled L-E-V-I-T-T, SusanLevitt.com. That's the website. Susan, you get the last word before we sign off. Anything you want to say as you sign off? Yes, please go to my website and look up your animal sign if you don't know it. Send me an email if you have a question. And um, sign up for my lunar blog, Every New Moon and Full Moon, that's both both the Western astrology and the Chinese astrology, Asian astrology. Thank you so much, Susan. We appreciate your advice so much. Modern lovers, let me remind you that the modern love evolution is beginning in February, and we're kicking it off on February 8th when we have our 2020 love and sex, seven proven steps, I said proven, to create your best love and sex now. This is an all-new modern love training, and you're actually going to learn seven science-backed steps you can put to use right now, right this very minute, to create your best love and sex. And we need to have deep, open communication, talking, with one another about love and sex, but we'll have also our wonderful expert, Janae Paylet, with us, who wrote the book, Living an Orgasmic Life. And I couldn't believe this. I just have to tell you guys this. She couldn't get the book in a lot of bookstores or on television because the word orgasm is in the book. Are we so Oh, no. We can't say orgasm. Can you believe that, Susan? Oh, yeah, no. so Janae oh. will be with us. She's very courageous, very open, and her own story will inspire you. So be with us. That's February 8th. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite, and you're welcome to bring guests. Right now there is an early bird special up there, so you can save some moolah. All right, everyone. So, so joyful to be with you again on this episode of the Modern Love Radio podcast and we're sending you blessings. We'll see you soon.